You're listening to Dungeons and Shenanigans, a D&D podcast. your DM Yenny. Welcome to Dungeons and Shenanigans. This episode, our party is going to continue their little bit of a, I guess, a wrap-up inside the Wayward Sons and continue on from there. Uh, if you haven't noticed, our party member Verity uh, tends to take the lead on um, a lot of the goings-ons of what, uh, what the party's going to do and where they're going to go. I guess it's just part of her personality, but uh, yeah, they're they're about to get into a little bit of shenanigans. Uh, in the middle there, there's going to be a mini kind of pause where, uh, well, we'll get to it. You'll see. So uh, thanks for coming back. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy, and we'll see you at the break. Bye. So we are in the Wayward Sons outdoor store, continuing or finishing up our uh, business there. Uh, Guy Phineas got some cool, charismatic, studded leather armor. Yes, they were quite shiny, and I look dashing in them. Verity got a Echo Pearl, indeed, from the Vibration Lake, indeed, which uh, we will be and visiting the Academy in Baron's Court. Yeah, the next the Arcane shop. Brotherhood yes. Academy. Um, Bolt's got some hot, some stealthy black hide armor, just kind of like a it's kind of like a suede. It's not like a full fur. It's like a suede material, so it's nice and soft and fuzzy. Yay! But it it feels kind of like your own fur, but it's black. And <laughs> also increased Wait, the stealth by one, if huh? I So hide is animal furs, but it's more like a. It feels more like a. a Cat's fur. For the eleven-year-old, like it might have, like it might have come from a Black Panther. Suede is like leather, but (laughs) far less manly. The Black Panther armor is like the Black Panther armor roost. Yeah, (laughs) but it's being worn just causes a shockwave. Yes, so black cat armor being worn by a mouse child. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of ironic. Kind of ironic. All right, Uh, and you also got a plus one dagger. I think it'd be funny. He could be funny. No. Okay. Um, all right. Do you have any other questions for Eli before you leave? No. Okay. Do no, but walk out the wall. Do you want to buy anything to increase your armor? There was you nothing that was available for me. Remember, I rolled Well, not badly. magic. You were looking for magic stuff. No, and I was looking for anything that would increase what I, mean, I had, and it, I rolled badly, and it ended badly. Well, he so has... there was nothing for me. He has um, 
like regular, uh, you could do padded or leather armor, um, which would still be an 11, but it would be plus your dex. So then as your dex increases, then your, your armor class will increase. Well, my armor class is currently 13, so that oh. doesn't make any sense. Okay. Which is why we decided against that last time. Okay. So, all right. So we're all set? Indeed. Yep. Okay. So. I want to be in the store no longer. Okay. <laughs> all right. So as you start to head out, Eli kind of says over to Verity that he'll be at the Drunken Sailor later tonight if she wants to swing by for a drink. You know, just put it out there. And then perhaps. <laughs> and then he bids you adieu. So you so you guys follow Cora out, and you want to go to follow the cliff fairy. Do you want to go first <laughs> to the? Uh... I follow the cliff fairy. Hey, yeah, follow the cliff fairy. <laughs> he gets glory. He's okay. we're, we're he gets glory. Glor- his character okay, the right. cliff fairy. Yes, we are headed now <laughs> to the Arcane Brotherhood to question them about my pearl and any other goings on, because there is a high suspicion from me at least that the prince was whisked away using magic. And so the people to confer with about this are at the Brotherhood. Okay. So we're headed over to Baron's Court. Okay. So I have a, I have a map for inside the Baron's Court, but the Arcane Brotherhood is actually just outside the Baron's Court gate. Okay. So we don't have a map for it, but we'll just use the, the grid if we need it. Um, just put my piece on Cora. Okay. <laughs> Maddie, so, you are way too hyper right yeah. now, buddy. Like, we're trying <laughs> to set hyper. the stage. No, we're like trying to set the stage, and you're like... All right. So Over the top, bud. Baron's Court, or the uh, Arcane... Oh, excuse me. The Arcane Brotherhood is Not a little me. bit of a walk away, but Cora knows the way. Cool. She go, takes you down some little back roads across a little grassy kind of courtyard uh, through some more back roads until you come out in um, a nice courtyard with um, strategically placed trees and benches and things none of, none of it's like naturally happening this is they're like there's a tree here in one corner a tree in the other corner and it's like a little grassy courtyard um, with um, like finely packed dirt pathways uh, made around it it's really nice a uh, little bit of cobblestone paths going through the through the courtyard, and um, there's people sitting on benches and reading and studying their books. Um, a couple of uh, arcane students, you know, are over like off to the corner, kind of practicing a little bit of magic and, and stuff with their instructors. And uh, so she walks you over to the Arcane Brotherhood Academy, and uh, and you go in, and you're greeted by a very tall lanky looking human um kind of old not like super old but like you know just a little bit of gray like kakashi old or jiraiya old i don't know who those are but (laughs) (laughs) um kakashi's like my age jiraiya's like twice that. okay no uh probably think like i mean i guess probably really high 40s low 50s like starting to get that like salt and pepper look in the in the hair you know so Um, oh yeah i guess you guys have the white hair but Jiraiya is 64 oh. in the series. Um, Tsunade is the same age, and so is Orochimaru. Orochimaru mm. gave his body away by stealing another one. Tsunade uses uh, her... Getting way off track. Yeah, we're getting way off track. Yeah, I know, um, you're all staring at me, so okay. I stopped. But so, anyway, she <laughs> no, makes herself no. look younger on purpose. Okay. Anyway, continue. All right, so, uh, so you're greeted by this man uh, wearing... Some uh, long yellow robes, and uh, they're kind of like um, 
They're more like gold, like goldish kind of colored robes. Not made of gold, but okay. the color well, of suddenly less interesting. The color of gold, um, and uh, <clears throat> excuse me, he uh, greets you, welcomes you to the Arcane Brotherhood, and asks, "How may he help you?" That's you. You're gonna have to take this <laughs> up because I just sold my soul for my power. I don't study. <laughs> I'm aware of that. However, yeah. I am deciding on which questions to ask first. I have four that, sets. No. So first and foremost, um, I will introduce myself by lowering my first. hood and giving him the respect of looking him in his eye mm -hmm. and saying hello. My name is Verity. I'm here for a number of reasons, but let's start with the most prevalent to the situation here at hand. Um, have you heard of the disappearance, the mysterious disappearance of the prince, Prince Tarot. Oh, of course. Everyone around the, around this town has heard of the, the prince going missing. That's been the, the talk of the town for the past week or so, since, ever since it was announced that, he's, that he hasn't come back. Right. And have you heard tell of stories of how his disappearance occurred? Well, um, there seems to be various rumors going around. Uh, some are saying that he simply wandered off um, and has gotten himself lost in the woods, which I don't see that happening. He goes hunting often in, in those woods. Um, and this is his territory, so that would make so he, zero sense. Yeah, it's unlikely that he would actually be lost. Um, Indeed. Well, I actually some, have a witness to his disappearance who oh. happens to be here with us now. And I would like you to listen to what she has to say. Absolutely. And then offer your opinions. I'm going to talk to myself for yes. a minute. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to like flow through Recap. this. Yeah, real quick. <laughs> so Cora uh, takes a few minutes to uh, explain her uh, first person point of view um, uh, of what she saw to the uh, arcane brotherhood um, dude. Dude. <laughs> We'll call him Hank. Oh, no, Hank. Oh, Phil it is. Phil. Like Phil. His name is Philip. No, Phil. Phil. Oh, Hank. No. Oh, I know. He's Phineas. No. Hey. Hey. Stop. Arcane Brotherhood. Okay. Hold on. I'm writing this down. <laughs> Yellow robes. Philip. Green hair. Is it Philip or Felipe? Like, how suave is no. He's a, just a... He's Please a, me. stop, Maddie. Aww. Jesus, will you like, calm down for no. just to take it down no, a notch? No. Seriously. No. Um, okay, so Cora tells Philip about what she saw happen to the uh, to the prince in the woods and the, with the portal and him going in and da 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 da, which she told you guys about. Um, well, she told me and, he was drunk and not listening because he was. Okay. Well, that's he not was, true at all. It is true. You were trying to get your okay. So now, to Guy Finnis, you're hearing he you're just, hearing her recap of uh, of of what she saw happen and how the the portal kind of opened up into thin air in front of the prince. The prince went kind of dead face and walked into the portal and then it closed up and just disappeared um, behind him. And then he was gone. And so she tells him, she tells him that much. Uh, she doesn't tell him the, uh, the part of what she did afterwards. Uh, she just says, this is what well, I saw no happen. Need because yeah. what so she information kind of, was yeah, requested. She, right. She omits that information. Yeah. Um, so she tells him about what she saw happen. And then she's like, yeah. And then I, I came back to town and I started 
trying to tell people and no one believed me. And, um, and so, you know, so Philip kind of like furrows his brow and like scratches his goatee a little bit. Does and he, he do one of these? Yeah, he does one of those like long, he's got that kind of like a long. Stroking his long wizardly beard. Yeah, he has like a, one of those long goatees, you know. Which imagine doesn't have a full, in his mouth while Doesn't have this. the full mustache and everything. <laughs> like just the, just the bottom, just the chin part. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he just kind of like, you know, strokes oh. his, Yeah. <laughs> Um, and he kind of thinks a little bit and he says, okay, well, that, uh, sounds like it's definitely magic. Um, Indeed. Yeah. it could, there are a f- number of things that could cause, um, a portal of such, uh, of, of that sort, uh, to appear in such a way. I mean, it could have, it could have just been a straight up teleport spell. Um, but the fact that they that Cora, you didn't see another person appear in order to perform the teleport spell is odd. Um, how Not only I... this, I would like to offer that the other side of the portal was black. Suggesting... Well, that could be the case in um, just about all of the teleportation types of uh, magics you don't always you don't you aren't always able to see the other side of the portal correct but there's uh, usually an iridescent light surrounding the portal however what she could see of the portal was entirely black so this leads to my next question which is was this possibly cast from the underdark not technically technically no i mean it's hard to tell, it's hard to say without actually uh, being in the spot where the magic was cast and not being able to detect what type of magic it was. Um, but uh, typically spells of that sort, whether it's teleport, dimension door, or anything like that, they have a, a certain distance um, on them and it's usually not far enough uh, to make it to the Underdark. And, um, they usually can't go between planes. Uh, so the Underdark is, a, is another plane from, our, from this material plane. And so doing a teleport spell or a dimension door wouldn't take you to the Underdark. Um, it would have to be a plane shift. Um, and, that, and a plane shift wouldn't look like a portal. It would just be a person kind of dissolving into thin air and appear and appearing somewhere else on another plane. Well, you like said they just kind of blip out. Fair enough, but you said usually. So what would be usually. the unusual? <laughs> Un- the unusual would be an extremely powerful magic user that has found a way to teleport from one plane to another without using a plane shift, which I have been studying the magic arts for <laughs> A very long time. At least since and... last Thursday. <laughs> he's no, he's fairly old, and you know oh, usually. No, what? No, the. No, she's I'm in talking character. in character. I didn't realize. That. We're having an in character discussion. <laughs> this is RP. This is RP right now. Okay. Um, I mean, you know, he's been out of character. He's uh, probably close to like his fifties. And most people who are in the Arcane Brotherhood Academy start at a very young, young age, like child, like almost six like years I'm old. Child. So two thirds of his lifetime, essentially. Yeah. So that he's been studying magic and you know in an academy, like strict learning. Um, 
So, all right, back in character. So I, for one, have never seen nor heard of a teleportation magics that can transport one uh, from the material plane to the, uh, the underdark plane without using a plane shift. And from the description that Miss Cora here gave, does not sound like it like a plane shift was used. However, like I said, without going to the spot where it happened and detecting the magic, um, the residual magic that is left behind, there's no way to tell what type of magic was used. Would it be possible that the prince is the one who actually cast this, knowing that there was a witness, and to throw people off? Um, I don't think so. There's no... Um, there have been no signs that the prince uses magic, and uh, he's, as far as I know, he's never really shown any interest in studying it from what anyone can tell. He's really into hunting. Um, he's very, you know, he's still young. I mean, he's only, he's 17. Uh, his birthday's coming up. He's been under a lot of stress from, from what, uh, uh, from what many people have been saying is he's, uh, He's, you know, getting a little antsy about uh, his coronation of, you know, coming of age and, and uh, being expected to marry and, and all of this. And so he's been going hunting a lot, but I don't see him using any magics um, of that sort. But it's not, it's possible that he could have uh, maybe gotten in touch with someone who uses magic to stage this disappearance. Um, so that he could maybe get away from his responsibilities of, you know, of being royal, but... Um, Along those lines, from what I've surmised, the blank look that crossed his face before he willingly, seemingly entered the portal seems to infer that he was not actually in control of his own faculties. So if he I was agree. willing to go through all of this effort, what would the point be in taking control of him? And his person. Yeah, I, I agree that um, the fact that if his face lost all expression before entering the portal, um, that doesn't sound like he was doing so willingly. He was doing it by some sort of either mind control or charm uh, of some sort that uh, was coaxing him through it, which would lead me to believe that this wasn't a plan of the prince's. And what, what level of magic would one need to attain in order to control someone's faculties? Um, Particularly at a distance, because this doesn't seem to be the case where the, the sorcerer might be in close proximity. True. Um, well, there are simple charm spells that, um, that you don't need to be a, a high-level magic user in order to do it. Um, there are, there are some races that are able to charm just with an innate ability to do so. And um, charming someone would just basically it like, uh, it gives a strong suggestion that they're your friend. And if you're unable to fight off that suggestion in your mind, you instantly believe that the person you're looking at that's charming you is your friend and you will do whatever they ask you to do unless they ask you to cause harm to yourself if they ask you to cause harm to yourself the charm is broken and then you are able to you are sound of mind once again 
It's proximity of factor in that set of... Usually you have to have line of sight in order to in order one to be cast able it. to maintain that through, say, a portal, a teleportation portal. It's possible. So someone could have opened the portal, then charmed the prince, and then had him f walk through. It, that's he, that's possible. Would he have gone like dead faced if it was like if he was like if he was well charmed. if he was being if he was being charmed, um, depending on the type of of the charm that was being used, and it could cause him to just kind of go blank faced. Um, there's many factors here that are, are left up to charm. question. I would think that if it's a charm, it would make them like smile, something. No, that's a love charm. That's a different form yeah. of control. Oh! <laughs> that's a different form of control. Yeah. Or it could just be a dominate person, um, which is a much higher level spell. Yeah, you gotta pay um, extra for that. Hmm? Yeah. A much higher level uh, magic user could, uh, could cast dominate person, which would take all of your uh, bodily control nice. away, and you would have to then... <laughs> You would then have to do whatever they are telling you to do. Um, you still have your sound of mind, but you don't have control over your body. Mm. All right. Yes. There's a place in town like this. I roll for no. Have you heard I of... I roll for no. Have you heard of any enemy to the crown prince with magical ability strong enough to perform anything of what you've just heard of? Enemies? No. They... Um, out of all the out of all the kingdoms that uh, that we've maintained over the past hundred years, we haven't really had many enemies. I mean, there's like there's always your uh, your rebel people that think that they can you know be a better leader, but they never really make it that far. And um, there really hasn't been any talks of or rumors or anything of anyone trying to you know overthrow any of the kingdoms or, or anything like that so who is the prince planned to marry who is his betrothed <sighs> i think it was um one of the it was either the princess from the Albert kingdom or it might be like a duchess someone someone from the Albert, from the Albert kingdom but I, I don't know. I stay in this building pretty much all day, every day, studying magics. I don't get myself involved in politics. Are there many magic users in the Ober Kingdom, as far as you are aware? As far as I'm aware, um, well, we have our Arcane Brotherhood out there. They would have a list of all the, of all the registered magic users in the area, um, as we have here. But like I said, these are registered magic users, so when someone comes into a town or city and is clearly using magic or um, they're seen using magic by um, the Emerald Enclave or the Silver Gauntlet, then they're encouraged, um, encouraged to sign up and register with the Arcane Brotherhood so that we can kind of keep tabs on them. But, uh, but there's always your, your rebel magic users that, you know, stay in the shadows and, and those choose that not are not to be seen. Welcomed. Yes. For specific reasons, I'm sure. Um, thank you for that portion of information. Uh, I have different Gladly. set of questions okay. to inquire <laughs> about now. Uh, I am in search of someone, someone who looks identical to me, however, is male. Have you happened to hear or see 
of such a person? I have not, but our the Arcane Brotherhood stretches far and wide across all of our all three kingdoms. So I can always uh, send out a message and you know asking for information on someone of your um, appearance and uh, and see what comes back. But I personally haven't seen anyone uh, that uh, that looks like you. I say we look into this old bear kingdom. Oh bear. That's what I said. Old bear. <laughs> anyway, oh, bear. The reason that I ask is because he would present with such abilities that your brotherhood might assume are magical. Okay. What are his abilities? And I can then see if his ability, if his, it's fine. Um, if you can tell me what his abilities are, Shuffle then I can... Charity. You might be giving up a lot of information someone will not really know, <laughs> though he does have quite the trustworthy-looking beard. <laughs> beard can be a good judge Wait, can we just take, wait, out of character, can we just yes. take At a moment? At this point, I'm looking can, for well, his location. He's more than capable of protecting himself should the need arise. Ah, uh, yes, but I'm are concerned. you not also telling mm-hmm. what you're abilities might be to a complete stranger no his abilities are much different than (laughs) mine so his his nature would be one of fire he can produce flames he can produce explosions he can produce massive amounts of power in a minimal space you would recognize his presence even if he did not use his abilities in front of you okay well, I can certainly put out a message asking if anyone in the Arcane Brotherhood has has seen or heard about such powers um, coming from anyone who might not be registered at the Arcane Brotherhood and um, trust that he won't be in, tru- in any kind of trouble um, if he is seen using these magics unless he's using them for bad, if he's destroying towns or you know hurting people and, and that sort of thing, then he'll have the law to answer to with that but he won't be in trouble for using magics without being registered people hate being herded well i will say that his abilities (laughs) are not magically inclined in the first place it would simply be mistaken okay for magic that's where he should be seen okay um but yeah i can i can certainly put out a a message uh to the arcane brotherhood or across um our three kingdoms and see if anyone has witnessed any of these powers and uh they'll come they'll get back to me and do you have any within the silverwood goldenwood area um we have let me look at my map let's see we have ours here there will be the the next arcane brotherhood uh will be in Let's see. It'll be in Goldmire, which is just south of the Golden Wood. Gold? It's what? What Goldman there's is an, place? There's another Arcane Brotherhood uh, inside the Dwarven Kingdom, uh, the, within the city of Alvarad. It'll be mostly dwarves. dwarves. <laughs> there may be some, some elves and couple of humans but uh it'll be that one will be mostly dwarves and uh i think we have we definitely have another one uh near the kingdom near the uh the city of obar and oh god i can't decide on how i want to pronounce it (laughs) wait um 
Can I just take a oh, out of character? Can I just take a moment <laughs> to point out that I put that for the wizard since we didn't have a piece in I didn't have a piece in reach. Well, I just put a since I didn't have a piece in reach. Yeah. I just put a glue stick. Okay. Well, he's very tall. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um. And there's another <laughs> arcane brotherhood in very tall in Arcanix, yeah. which is also in the Obear kingdom. Obear. 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 In the Goldmire Brotherhood, who should I speak to? Um, anyone wearing gold robes uh, will be the. Uh, <laughs> anyone wearing golden robes are the uh, like the high um, arcane, you know, teachers and uh, leaders of the Brotherhood. They'll have the most information, or at least be able to direct you in the in the way that you need to go to get the information you're looking for. Thank you kindly. You're welcome. Is there anything else I can help you, you fellows? With? Absolutely. There is one last thing that I require assistance with, should you be so inclined. She's quite yes, needy. As women I as respectful mm. as possible, considering <laughs> my character. Anyway. <laughs> Wait, what? I have recently procured this item. It is uh, known as an Echo Pearl, and it's from a place called the Vibration Lake. And I was wondering Ooh. if you might take a, a gander at it for me and Absolutely. see if there's anything particularly special about it. Okay. Did it? Uh, give, did you have any kind of like feeling when you touched it or anything like that? Um, did it do anything in particular it to make you feel like it's upon magic? my palm? Okay. Particularly when it's held tightly. Does it require no place? And when my friend here used his gauge to search for magical items, this did illuminate. That's yours. So oh, okay. I was wondering, since I am not a magic user myself, if you what? might be so Please. inclined as to assess it for me and tell me what might be it's special about this pearl. Sure. Um, I'll have to do the identify spell. It does cost a, a little bit of gold, but uh, not too much. Do you have means of paying? I have for means, a spell? but it define okay. it depends on on what you define as a minimal amount of it'll be, gold. It'll be ten gold. I'll give you five. It'll be ten gold. <laughs> I'll give you five. Ma'am, we are the Arcane Brotherhood. We are we are not uh, some side road merchant that <laughs> selling fish. We're it's ten gold because in order for us to use magic, it. It also costs gold to do certain spells. Oh, for the man a kiss on the cheek. <laughs> He's old. It looks like it's been a while. Give the man a chance. Before I I take the opportunity to he gets pay a little bit red for blushes. such <laughs> for such an endeavor, would you mind holding the pearl first and telling me whether or not you feel it would be worth doing the spell in the first place? Sure. Alright, so he kind of like Get holds the pearl and closes his eyes. And so he says that he goes, I do feel uh, a light vibration uh, coming off of it, which wouldn't normally come off of a normal pearl, so it uh Wait, normally. it could possibly have some magical some significant magical qualities. But I can't tell what um, what it actually is without doing the identify spell. And there is no way we could reach some sort of agreement about the price. He's not the one. I've rented this parchment before. It read quite elaborately. (laughs) 
<laughs> I, I take 10 gold out of me. Let me pull out my fiddle and get some ambiance. <laughs> oh, you're okay. actually playing your fiddle um, for the first time. Yeah. Ever. In the background. You said that uh, that your compatriot here was the one who used uh, the detect, uh, de- detect, detect magic spell, spell uh, to detect that this was magical. Yes, but he could not give me any sort of wisdom as to what level of magic. Your hey, we are hey. in the in the throes of a discussion. All right. Well, he he turns his attention to you, Guy Phineas. Um, uh-huh. And He says, uh, "Are you registered with the Arcane Brotherhood?" No, 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 no. There's no need. <laughs> Yeah, you're being way too old. Um, well, are you a magic user? Uh, kind of. I use it, but I haven't learned it. You've, you you use it, but you haven't learned it? Oh, yes. I simply sold my soul. <laughs> uh, warlock. Yes. Uh, I'm familiar with warlocks. Um, would you be interested in registering with the Arcane Brotherhood? It would offer you quite a bit of... Uh, it would open you up to a bit of knowledge in magics any pretty much anywhere you go. I mean, I'm, I'm okay with where I'm at. Um, I did have one question, if we can speak slightly privately over here. Mm-hmm. Um, so the whole warlock thing has a slight, you know, niche or catch at times, as you may know. Yes. Would it be possible through your organization, you know, maybe to remove said catch from kind of a they they kind of took something that was kind of dear to me, and I would very much like that back. So you want you're asking me if we can remove your pact from mm. your patron? Yes, yes, that that mm. would be that would be fantastic. <laughs> he's got meanwhile he's just talking to a glue stick. <laughs> you see, when someone puts something shiny in front of me, I have this this urge at times to say yes, and um, and I would like to unpay. And keep all the shinies. <laughs> See, unfortunately, um, with the way that the warlock magics work, you made a pact with a patron to to um, obtain your magic. Yes, yes, that was the easy part. So that patron owns your soul. Well, if you decide exactly my soul. Per se, something much, much more important. I heard he creeps well, a little closer what to a, hear this conversation. You can roll right for it. Um, <laughs> do you want? Are you trying to be secretive and not well, have he, them he, here? He had us. Yeah, he had I know. Um, what's your passive perception? <laughs> I just is it under skills? It'll be at the very bottom. Survival. Eleven. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Then you can roll stealth, I guess. Yeah, she can totally hear you. Yeah, I'm not very stealthy. I am charismatic, but that's not helping um, me at okay. this time. Well, I'm, I, I so, creep over as well. All right. So yeah, as, as Philip, um, unfortunately, we are not able to release you of your of your pact. Um, you would have to go to your patron, and you would have to go to your patron and ask. Uh, their favor and ask for them to release you of your pact, but it's entirely possible that they'll also release you of your magics. No, see, I like the magics. I would like to. Well, like to... That's the the price that you must pay for achieving your magics without effort. I'm not big on the whole effort thing. See now, now 
myself and my brothers here in the Arcane Brotherhood, ancestors also, mm -hmm. we obtained our magics through studying and practice. No, yes, and yes, it sounds like so it took quite a while. Good for it, you. It did, but nobody owns my soul and I owe nothing to, to anyone. Yes, I see there was probably a very vast lack of women in your experiences. <laughs> yes, enjoy your times. <laughs> um... Is so there no interest in no interest in registering with the Arcane Brotherhood. I mean, yeah, you're not yeah. gonna like tattoo a number on my wrist because this gets kind of. Oh, absolutely iffy. not. Is... You just sign a paper that saying that uh, what your name is and what type of magic you you use, and that's it. He still has yet to realize. You don't have to give us any other head. information. And you just give me knowledge and things. Well, anytime you go into an Arcane Brotherhood, you will have access to whatever magic knowledge that you need. I feel like. There should be some warning here, like, like, like maybe I'm the sort it also of person gives who you walks a, into things. It also gives you a discount on. It also gives you a discount on buying spells and oh! such as well. Oh, that sounds fantastic! Spells can get quite expensive. Yes, yes. <laughs> Let me sign away. This will be my social okay. security number. So, well, I was going to say, if your compatriot here would like to register social with the Arcane Social's Brotherhood, right. I will do the identify spell for you for free this one time. Oh, wonderful. He sees my pen. He sees my pen. Drops the pen. <laughs> um, I believe you're willing to pay five gold for that. Mom? I'm not paying you five gold. You are not doing the effort. I don't have to do any effort. Here's your pen back, sir. Thank you very much. Have you much already signed the paperwork? No, yes, I didn't he did. I, you he did. I just right watched right. you I sign. mid-sentence. That's what I said. I dropped the pen. I... No, you already signed it, sir. I don't think she gets to tell me if okay, I signed it. Okay, let's see. If this paper says Guy Finia. Okay, Guy Finia, <laughs> you are now registered with the Arcane Brotherhood. <laughs> and I already know that you're a warlock, so uh, Eldritch Blast? Yeah, you, it's probably... Everyone goes with Eldritch Blast. That's... Oh! <laughs> Okay. Also do this thing so, where it explodes after. Okay, so you see, all right, so Philip uh, looks over and, you know, to uh, the side here, and there's a couple of other, like, people yeah, in, like, orange robes, and he calls to one of them to come over and says, uh, you know, will you do this uh, identify spell on this pearl here? And he does, and he does his little cantrip and things Mom. and motions. She's in the middle of my right now. <laughs> okay. So you see this guy, uh, his like hands light up and the pearl kind of glows inside uh, in between his hands. And uh, he says a incantation and then um, lasts for a few seconds and then the pearl drops into his hand. And he says, uh, all right, whose pearl is this? This is my pearl. Okay, my lady, you have, uh, I know you said that uh, it's the echo pearl. Uh, so you are correct in that and it does these things. It is known as um, the uh, yeah, pearl of, what was it? Uh, loyalty and purity? Yes. Yeah, but yes. It's a symbol of loyalty and purity. None of you listeners get to know what it does. Well, if you want. Ooh. Can you read it? I will read what my pearl does. Alright, listen. Remove prior promises. Just listen. Unfortunately, no. However, considering your help in this matter, perhaps I will buy you some cheap ale when next we visit the inn. Maybe like Oh, plus two. No. Okay. Maddie. So, when attuned to this pearl, the wearer gains plus two to their wisdom score. Score. Yes. Not I modifier. I know. Okay. <laughs> score. Total score. Yes. Understood. 
Also, when the pearl is placed in the body of water inhabited by merfolk, it vibrates and calls to any merfolk nearby and grants the wearer the ability to speak to the creature. Does it have to be done in the bathroom on the third floor? What? (laughs) Jesus. There is no bathroom on the third floor. (laughs) There's no third floor. There is no third floor. Although I catch the reference, but that's... What's with the reference? Okay. Is it inappropriate? Um, All right, so... Thank you very Does much. That, uh, I, I appreciate okay. this. Thank you. Is there anything else that, uh, that you folks my, need? Unless my compatriots have other questions, I am personally satisfied. Okay. He sees, he sees my head hang down from a bulk and I'm like, you still have another one on your head, have you? <laughs> I feel like I can't on his head. He definitely noticed. Aw. He, <laughs> he just didn't care. Yeah. He assumed that you're a child mouse and you're just, just having fun on the playground of his body. You are a child mouse, okay. so that makes sense. Alright, and do you, sir, have any more questions of this? Do you have any questions? Do you have any questions about being a part of the Arcane Brotherhood? Do I get any, like, of that free, easy, instant magic? Well, I mean, you can purchase free, easy, instant magic. Thank you for your time, sir. <laughs> Let's go. Alright. Well, would you like to see what spells are available to purchase beforehand and perhaps come to some sort of negotiation? Do you think he'll trade me for my shiny, shiny, new shinies? I'm not trading off the... Look at this gorgeous studded leather. The person who is asking this question is not the sorcerer. It is this lady standing in front of you who still has gold. (laughs) I'm told I can finance some of this free shiny (laughs) shiny. Angel just chilling in a chair. Hi, puppy. Oh. Well, we have. If you uh, agree to assist me on finding my brother, then no. I see no problem in financing a spell or two for you to assist me in my endeavor. Well, I know it's my way to normally worry about me, but it would seem I have a lot to do with me right now, and I'm doing all right. Um, we are in a lack of healing <laughs> spells. Sort of situation. We should probably we look are. into that. Healing spells? We should probably look into, like, you know, the lack of death thing, seeing as there's a lot of death. <laughs> I mean, there are always like... healing potions as well. Yeah, so, those are kind of like I have to have but... them and I can't use them willy nilly. And they're also weighing down our packs, and we find ourselves in need of space and less weight. Yes, the mouse boy cannot carry all of my stuff at once. Understandable. Hazel's climbing um, on me. For some the reason, reason, my arcane system oh, has yep, shut down. So the arcane database that is the arcane network has. Oh. Maddie, Hazel, get. <laughs> I can speak to Maddie. Hazel's quiet for me now. Okay. Stop shouting, buddy. Maddie, we stop yelling so loud. Okay. Um, you right, reek, so puppy. Get down. Philip is so going to look through oh. his little database of. Healing spells that they have on hand. Um, now it'll pro- it'll be in the form of scrolls, which are one use each. Well, was, but well, is it a one use to read and then poof, I know it forever? I'm kind of looking for the easy way out here. Idioms on Google. Let's see. Let me see what I can do. He says if he searches it up on Google. <laughs> this is arcane, arcane database. This is the arcane Google. No, it's Stop Google. It. It's Wizards Google. Well, the Google has gone down. Not, well, not really. The Google at the Arcane Brotherhood went down. 
Therefore, we had to pause while I, the DM, used a certain search engine to look up some things that our, our fun little warlock tiefling, uh, Guy Phineas, was inquiring about. On, in this little break, he was asking about healing spells because, well, to be frank, our party has no healer. And as many of you know, that can become a problem moving through a campaign with, uh, you know, three party members and no healer. So he's asking about some healing spells and our arcane dude, Philip, was trying to tell him that, well, frankly, I can't just sell you a healing spell. I mean, he can sell him a scroll that he can use as a, with a healing spell on it one time and then it disappears. But our friend Guy Phineas doesn't really care for that kind of thing. He wants to actually have the healing spells to use at will when he'd like. So then he started inquiring about his patron, which up to this point, you know, he hasn't really chosen who his patron was going to be. Um, didn't really know. So Guy Phineas is kind of going on a little self-adventure and uh, trying to figure out who he is, who he wants to be, and that sort of thing. And so, uh, well, the player, the who may not be named in this podcast, of Guy Phineas, decided that uh, let's make things interesting and choose a celestial patron for a tiefling warlock. So, yeah, he... Uh, he likes to add a little bit of humor to his to his stuff, and we love it. So we started looking up some celestial warlocks, or celestial patrons, rather. And we found some pretty interesting ones. So let's get back to it, and you'll see who Guy Phineas has chosen as his patron. So the Woogle has started working. <laughs> yes, the Arcane Database is back online. Stacey Pad. Uh, all right, so Philip uh, looks through and, and says that, uh, you know, he doesn't really, as, aside from scrolls, he doesn't really have anything of material, uh, anything that he could sell you. He can't just sell you a spell. Uh, he can't sell you the knowledge, instant knowledge, like a warlock <laughs> patron could um, for you to learn something. However, he does ask you if, he does ask you if you, uh, would care to study um, something along the lines of healing spells, of, you know, of that sort. And, um, you know, he can offer you some books that you can start studying up on uh, some sort of celestial beings or something like uh, that. I feel like I'm being called out here. Well, I certainly don't care to study. Um, can you read, though? Yes, yes. Uh, What's your intelligence score? It's it's fantastic. Is it at least 10? Oh, you want an actual number? I want to know if you're actually illiterate. <laughs> it is a... Uh, let's... Intelligence. 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 17. Oh. A score? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm... Oh, score okay, 17. yeah. You're, yeah, no, I'm you're very literate. highly intelligent. Okay. I'm All very right. good at the words and such. Okay. That's why he's so charismatic. Okay. Yes. That and I brush daily. Three times. Your horns too? Yes. I even floss my horns. Are they soft or 
Horns? Jesus. <laughs> no horns. respect for a fellow male. Horns are made of bone. Wait, I have Come a question. On. Anyway, hold That's on. why they call that a horn. So I have oh. a question. All right, hold on. So wait, so in so character, out of character. In character. Okay. So how would how would you know which books to offer? I would assume well, this has to do with the one in which the pack was made. Possibly. So I'm not really a fan of this warlocks. Character. Warlocks tend to make packs. You don't say. No, you didn't you let don't me finish. Say. <laughs> People who want to be warlocks, to become warlocks, tend to make packs with not so good aligned patrons. It's possible to make a pact with a good patron or even a neutral patron. Um, and be able to learn certain spells based off of that patron's abilities. If you, I don't know who your patron is. Well, I assure but... you, he was evil to the core. Okay. I thought him a friend at the time, but took from me something very precious. <laughs> something you can only lose once. Okay. So. <laughs> um, it's called nothing. Do you know who your patron is? Um... Kinda of called him Sir Sir Shiny Guy. Sir Shiny Guy. Yeah, I mean he was like what kind of shiny? Like a it looked like a unicorn. Metallic shiny or like a dark necrotic kind of shiny. Oh like God, no. Necrotics they can kind of give off that like black gloss look to them. No, no, that's okay. a, are you just assuming being tiefling well, all he, for the No, you said your patron was evil to the Oh court, certainly so. evil. Certainly evil. <laughs> okay, so shiny in what manner? Uh, very glistening, very, very gold-like, like, okay, like he was bribing you with his body. Okay. Was um, it a humanoid? No, 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 kind of, kind of more stag-like, kind of, kind of like golden and horsey-ish. Golden horsey, horse-ish. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm trying to pretend like I don't know what he's trying to get at. <laughs> I'm in Philip character. Okay, um, did this uh, creature have any um, physical features that stood out to you besides being gold and shiny? So I can I, narrow it down. I mean, <laughs> if I were to rub my beard reminiscently, I would say was kind of a golden golden horse-like horned creature. A horned creature? Yeah, it's not like yeah. antlers though. No, this was like snout-wise horned. A one horn? <laughs> so like a unicorn, but... It wasn't a purple people but either. But gold. <laughs> it, had, it had more than one eye. It had at least okay. at least two of the eyes. Um. Though I was looking at it from one side, so it's possible that it only had one eye. On I one be side? Wrong. Well, I mean from the... Side of he didn't really profile. It was more of a. Multi, oh, okay. It wasn't as much a mugshot um, as a profile. Did it thing. have um, any kind of like? Did it have a mane or like anything coming off of its face? <laughs> he said Besides that he looks the horn. Well, I'll be honest. Just this once, seeing as you seem to be a trustworthy fellow with your fine beard, he seemed like a trustworthy fellow with his fine beard. So we had a, a horse with a beard. Sounds kind of weird. Listen. <laughs> beard, beard. I don't make the rules but, here. I'm just letting you know. Well, it I'm sounds a lot like Kirin. 
I hate Karen. No. <laughs> not Karen. Not Karen. <laughs> Ki- Kieran. Kieran. Okay. Sorry if anyone um, watching this, his name is Karen. I can offer you some books um, that you may read on this. Uh, Are these on, like audio books? Do they speak as I open the pages? Mm, can I pay for this feature? Because it sounds cheaper. No. And I'm not paying. No. <laughs> okay. okay. Now, but if you spend spend a little bit of time reading them, oh. like during some short rests or something, you can read for a little bit. Um, eventually, when you finish your studies, then you might be able to ask the favor of your patron to provide you with the power of healing on top of your current powers. We're not really on speaking terms. It, it, well, the thing is, is the last few times I've spoke to this person, um, wanted to say one thing, different things came out, didn't work out for me in the long run. This happens, but um, celestial patrons tend to be benevolent and forgiving. Question. Yes. When, when you say speak to his patron, does that mean that the patron has to be present since they are connected through... A power bestowed, would he not well, only have to think? Celestial think? celestial beings uh, can be reached by through a telepathic bond. So praying. No would, thing. Yeah, well. Choice number two. <laughs> just, Is there like an address in the back of this book? No, like it's more just tapping into that telepathic bond that you have with your patron. I tend so, to just kind of clap light and not on speaking terms. Let's just leave it at that. So well, I'm going to go ahead. <laughs> Until you're we'll on speaking the... terms, you may not have access to healing, saying, to healing spells. And, uh, but I can offer you these books. Take the books. Okay. Well, take how much books. are the books? Well, do you oh, want matter, to buy the books and keep them? Or yes, would you like to return the books um, eventually? Can, can, they be retu- <laughs> can they be returned at any location of Brotherhoods of Arcane People? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, we'll uh, library that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we will write down on your your paperwork oh. here for Guy Finia that uh, <laughs> you have two books on Kirin checked out from the Arcane Brotherhood of Thralin. There you go. And he hands it to you. Uh, and he says that uh, you can keep those books for about 30 days. And then um, we would like you to return them to any of the Arcane Brotherhood in that time. Chorus and Big There or, is a chance this will take can, place in the way you wish. I will now hand this pawn ticket over to me, lady. <laughs> okay. Chorus um, falling asleep. The... We've been here so long that Chorus falling asleep. Yep. Mm-hmm. I did not um, knock it over. Okay. <laughs> If the books are not returned in 30 days, then the next time you come into an Arcane Brotherhood, you will promptly be asked to pay 300 gold. Well, that sounds a lot like the problem of the person holding the pawn ticket. All right, thank you very much for your time. (laughs) And out we walk. Okay. With books... Alright, we're going back to the Wayward Sons? Yes, because I must make a deal. 
Simpsons. Are we waiting well, outside? Right now, of the or do you want to meet him at the bar later? When no, he's I there? must. No, I must make a deal with him to make this circlet now and bring it to the bar and then oh, buy me drinks. She's making fun. Okay. Well, he's not a jewel. Like he sells things. He doesn't make things. I know, but he has a better chance of knowing people within this village than I do. And so, true. if he would like to entertain me this evening and buy me drinks. <laughs> you got to take that up with him. I, I, do we get to come okay. in with you? Yes. Yes. All right. So Cora rolls her eyes, goes back to the wayward sons we go, and you walk back like through the through the town, through the little back roads across well, we were the. We were gonna end up going the other way the, anyway because we had to go to the across, docks, which were the opposite across the direction. grassy courtyards and stuff. Okay. You're go back. through gadget rocket. Right. You're no. back inside the wayward sons. No. And, Huh? You said uh, Wayward Sons. No, him. Oh. <laughs> yeah, go, go, get you wrong. I didn't okay. you the go, go, all right. <laughs> um, all right. Back in the Wayward Sons. And Eli sees you walk back in and kind of looks puzzled and then sees Verity and smiles and says, welcome, welcome back. Uh, did you forget something? I did not. However, I have a proposition to make. Okay. I, he gets really like his <laughs> grin just like stretches. I am quite pleased with this pearl that, that you have sold to me. I'm very pleased with it. In fact, so pleased that I would like to wear it upon my person at all times. However, I have no jeweling abilities nor any knowledge of any jewelers in the area. And since you wished to partake of drinks with me later this evening, I wish to make a bargain. Okay. You will bring this to some jeweler and have them embedded into a circlet for which to wear upon my forehead. I will imbibe drinks with you later this evening once you're finished here in your shop. So, buy you jewelry and then buy you drinks. Correct. You do understand how women are, right? <laughs> I mean, don't we usually buy them the drinks first and then like after we've established that they're gonna continue Having drinks with us, then we buy them the jewelry. Like, isn't uh, unless that... you knew that the jewelry would lead to the drinks. Oh, but well, <laughs> am I buying the jewelry, or am I just telling you where you can just get telling. the jewelry? Just deception roll. <laughs> deception roll. I mean, that would be the no, best. No, I'm not way. attempting in any way to deceive Eli at this no, point. No, but I mean, like, I can be like, oh, you want to do both, like the convincing. Okay. Oh, you want to okay. do that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. What would that be? Would that be persuasion? Yes. Um, yeah, persuasion. It's a nine. That's with your modifier? Hold on, hold on. It's a ten with the modifier? Persuasion, was persuasion. I just realized they're all different floors. Yes, it's a ten. Uh, right he's middle. not entirely convinced on your Right, but she's got it, cleavage in front of him. So he's got to be like, you know what? The guy's I not, do not have making ample cleavage. Sense. You really do. <laughs> <laughs> um... Are you saying this in character? Like, <laughs> I, yes. do have I do have ample, ample cleavage. It's very interesting. So, you're so socially awkward in this world. <laughs> um, so he just kind of his eyes drift down and then back up, and he goes, oh, "You know what? Okay, um, I I do have a friend in the area who is quite the skilled jeweler." Um, and uh, he'll he'll probably you know he probably has like a a circlet lying around that he can spiff up uh, into a nice you know nice fancy headpiece with the pearl in it. So I think I could do that for you. Excellent. 
I mean, what's your color? Like, you want gold or like silver or like uh, bronze? Silver like, what might kind be of best. Silver. Oh, yeah, considering my coloration. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, are you giving him the pearl to do with the circlet? Okay. You should probably give the man a time or something. Okay. And then you're gonna meet me at the the drunken sailor later. Yes, in two hours time. Two I hours. must first visit your brother and his friend's cart. Okay. See if there are any other wares we might purchase. In the okay. So, well, um, I'm working. I'm at the store until my brother comes to take over, and then I'll be able to leave. That won't. Let's see. Right now, it's about twelve. So that will be around like three o'clock when I won't. When I'll be able to go and talk to my buddy. So. I can't leave the store. There's no one else here of to course, run the store. Course. So I, I have to understand. I have to wait until Levi gets back to, you know, to take over for the rest of the day. What time so, works best for you? I mean, I'm usually at the at the drunken sailor like later in the evening, you know, like around seven, eight, around that time. When it's you know, when it starts to get dark. Like, All right. So then that's when the place picks up. Sunset it is. Alright, sounds good. Drinks at sunset. Mm-hmm. Does finger guns. <laughs> And then he immediately regrets it. <laughs> immediately regrets it. Eli's not really the smooth brother. The one might be. He might get two free drinks. All I can think of is Freddy. <laughs> There's so much. Oh, you were a baby at the time, buddy. It's okay. Okay. Hazel. 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 The dog's tail the is tail in the curtains with the right blinds. now. So. All right, stop. Okay. And now back to your regularly All right. scheduled. Now. <laughs> Back on task. All right. So Cora says, all right, now that's done. Where to now? Now we must make our way to the docks. Okay. So that we might find Levi and his friend with the cart that may have items that we might procure with a magical sort of... You're just hunting the half-elves today, aren't you? Um, Well, you were the one who wished to procure some sort of item. No, I mean, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. That's the sort that you're into. Shall we continue? All right. Verity is um, confused. What sort should she be into, if not elves who most resemble her? I'm just... I've already walked off. Okay. Um, Eli kind of just like, you know, whispers over to you saying like, I don't think this guy likes elves very much. Okay. Who thought he walked out? All right. You know, um, <laughs> you kind of said it as you were walking out the door. And he yeah, was standing, he has no problem He was that. standing right there. Anyway, uh, okay, so you walk outside of the Wayward Sons, and Cora directs you to your left, and she's like, okay, I've got some stuff to take care of, because this is, you know, you guys, you got your errands and stuff, like, that's fine, you guys get all your stuff together and settled, I'm gonna go and talk to a couple of people that I know, you go your way, I'll go mine, and we'll meet up in the morning, okay? In the morning or at the end in the evening? Well, I'm not staying at that inn, so I'll meet up with you at just outside the Silver Dolphin in the morning. Perfect, because then you might help us procure some seats for which we could travel. Yes, I can absolutely do that. So you're going to just go to the left here and go straight, and when you see water, you're at the docks. Excellent. <laughs> and uh, so... And Levi, he'll probably be hanging around Devin's cart. Uh, Devin's got a little merchant cart down there with a few things. Um, the one that's not selling fish. <laughs> All right, and Cora, 
goes like, you know, does a little salute and, and walks off in the other direction to take care of her own stuff. All right, let's All go. Right. So now head into the docks or the harbor of the hilt. Put this in here. To the fjords. Okay. <laughs> Down to the harbor. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So here, this will be the water. We'll say it's about <laughs> it's about it's about noon, noontime, uh, midday. Indeed. So at uh, at high noon, the sun is beating down. It's a there's a cool salty breeze that blows across the harbor. So it's a uh, feel. It looks like it should feel hot where you are right now. I mean, the sun, there's no clouds in the sky whatsoever. And you felt like some of the humidity more in town, but as you got closer to the water, like that nice cool breeze just blows by and just oh. blows the sweat right off your body. Like just and makes cools my hair you down. Fashionably yeah. wave out your hair. Me. Do you have your hood down <laughs> yeah. still? So Verity's hair is just like <laughs> blowing in the wind. Very cinematically <laughs> so close to the ocean i feel like if i had a conch shell i could hear it and uh guy phineas like your hair is just like blowing up over your horns and stuff like just like just all over but the, i feel yeah. the little wispies like i know you have some of it's pulled back but like you just got like that short stuff that just goes, so you got wild hair right now but my teeth are yep. still glistening. But uh, and Bolt's fur is just doing that slow, Swishing. that slow little swish yeah. that fur does. <laughs> not very, not um, very long though, because of fur. All right. So uh, as you look around, um, there's docks all along the the boardwalk. Just about every single dock and pier is has a boat at it, uh, different sizes. There's large ships. There's medium-sized boats, ship. there's sail, sailboats, there's a couple of fishing boats, um, just anything that you can imagine from dinghies to <laughs> big three-sailed ships and everything. They're all there. Um, crews are loading and unloading shipments and you know, bringing things over to the small merchants or getting things uh, from in town and bringing them out. And um, yeah, just getting ready for, you know, getting their loads up and ready to go for when the tide starts to go out. <laughs> All right, uh, roll. Oh, we need a roll. Let's <laughs> roll we for need a roll. roll for perception. Huzzah! Bolt. Oh, bolt. Verity and Guy Phineas are both picking their nose and staring at <laughs> the sky. Verity's just standing there, well, like mine's enjoying. Mine's a plus two, so mine's seven. Yeah, you're still. You're just enjoying the breeze uh, and just 11. like. Just I have the, enjoying the thing. enjoying the wind on your skin and and uh, Guy Finnis is standing Guy Finnis is standing behind you going <laughs> with your hair in his face just like can't well, see I anything. I do have long luxurious. Yes, yeah, so you have very long locks oh, and it's oh, just well, blowing like, oh, luxuriously in Guy Finnis's face. It's yeah. about the timing, sir. I love how the mouse is the one with the mo with the most reception. I have an eleven oh. with the modifier. Okay. Um, Still oblivious, so, but yeah. less so than the others. You see, you can tell enough that uh, if you look to your right, there are some merchant carts. <laughs> so you say, in character. Oh, look, there's merchant cart things. Oh, so perhaps we should go that way. What do you think? 
Why are you looking at I mean, at I still your... have gold, so sure. <laughs> <laughs> he had to check his finances. <laughs> he gives right. his couch a little jingle. He's like, oh, so, yeah, there's some so gold in off there. off to the right we go. Okay. Oh, now we're off like, to yeah, the right. Yeah, I gotta spend all my gold. Okay. Oh, wait. I gold. All right. So, all right. Yeah, so you see a few carts uh, with various goods and fresh fish and that sort of thing. And you go down... To, did you have a question? You got your finger no, I was up in going to say not the fish carts. <laughs> okay. Oh yes, not the fish carts. Oh yeah. Um, you go all the way down to the end, the last cart, um, near. It's almost to the last pier or last dock, and uh, and you can see a cart that does not sell fish. It has various uh, goods strewn about and on little shelves, and you know that are attached to the side rails of the cart and stuff. And there are two people standing by it. Aha! I presume that the one looks one like of... Eva, Levi. The one looks like Eli so is Levi. Are you standing right by it, or are you walking up to it? Like we are, we are currently making look... our way over. We have spotted it from the distance, and we are walking. Okay. And we're walking. Um, all right. One more perception check. Corners, it's all the way over there. <laughs> Not any yes. better than the last. <laughs> You rolled like almost the same. I rolled the exact same. Okay. Seventeen. So. Seventeen. All right, all right, buddy. We okay. heard you. The we heard first you. Two times. So you said it. Bolt is very perceptive. Um, yeah. Okay, so Bolt, you can see that uh, there's one person standing in front of the cart that looks an awful lot like the guy you were just talking to in the I knew store. It. it was the same person. Um, and then oh, standing yeah. behind the cart is a nice, uh, pretty young lady. Who with it has like long black hair and she's just like smiling an awful lot. I pushed guy finish in the in the girl's direction. Hmm? I pushed I, I pushed guy finish in the girl's direction. Okay. <laughs> yeah, how do you feel about this? Is she selling cockles and mussels? <laughs> no, she's not selling fish. She's oh. the only one not selling fish. <laughs> so it's not sweet Molly Malone. No. <laughs> Next time my art. It's probably Dicey Riley. <laughs> Dicey Riley, she has taken okay. to the stop. All right, so <laughs> that's um, yeah. So there's a black-haired lady and behind the cart, and a person, man that looks an awful lot like Eli, in front of the cart. Okay, well, so I guess I to assume that will go up to the lady and can I take a perception or a persuasion check as Ooh. I try to talk to her Ooh. suave. Are you okay. trying well, to I mean, gain a fan, or what is it you're doing? Well, yeah, I'm, you're just... I'm throwing the charm at her full force. Okay. Well, you have to say what you're going to say, and then roll. Like, oh. <laughs> Hello, madam. I am here, sweet lady. To find an individual named... Turn back to Verity. The guy, the guy we're looking for, the guy. Oh, Devin and Le Levi. His name is Devin and Levi. I don't... No, a Devin? Levi's right here. Like this. It says Devin. That's nice. Guy. Do you have plans later? Dylan. No, you said Devin. Dylan. I wrote Devin. I said Dylan. I wrote <laughs> Old Bear Kingdom. I heard Devin. <laughs> <laughs> so Dylan. 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 Can you get that? It's over there. It's over there. There's also the Kingdom of Gold. It's okay. It wasn't a great roll. <laughs> well, that's good. Um, yeah. Yours? Dylan. Is I heard Le Devin. Levi's friend. Okay. Well. All right. So we're looking for Dylan and or Levi. Okay. 
So Levi's right there. She points to Levi. And I'm Dylan. You're just the man I was looking for. Clearly not a man. You want to take over here? You should say, and I'm clearly pleased about this. You try to flirt with her. Flirt! Oh, it's too late. We've done crashed. This (laughs) ship is sank. No, it's not sunk. You're giving up way too early. Where is that enigmatic personality that never gives up and never gives in and says that he is always the best? You're right. Do you have money or? (laughs) Yes, I have money. Can I have some? Depends on what you want. Devin? (laughs) Don't think she's for sale. Okay. Want to try again? Name's not Devin. Name's Dylan. Dylan. My apologies, madam. I forgot you were in front. Not for sale. If, well, no, I mean, no, the fish. The fish. Are for yeah. sale. I think, yes, the I think my next friend is, is attempting to ask you out for drinks at the mm, alehouse no. later. Oh hell no! I already have plans for later. That gets complicated. <laughs> I was wondering, however, what you have for sale this evening. Indeed. Well, on the same page. I now. have what's on my cart. Okay, so, I'm not very perceptive which... as I've <laughs> found. Have to, I would love for you identify. to explain to me. Oh, you're not going to find anything magic. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm very unperceptive. But you could try. Like, if, you could, if you could please um, explain to me what these fine goods are. Um, That's what I'm okay. saying. We don't roll for perception. Roll, bad at roll in the box. That's what the box is here for. Killian, Killian <laughs> roll inside the box. Killian, get off the dice. Killian, get off the dice. Killian, get off the dice. This is mine. Okay. Um, all right. So Dylan's cart. You can... Basically, I mean, it's pretty obvious what she has on there. So she has uh, some rope, like, coiled up and hanging off mm-hmm. the side. Rope. She stuff. has a net with the little weights on the bottom. Oh, a fishing net. It, yeah, it could be used as a fishing net or as, a, like, a trapping net. Yeah. You're throwing, yeah. Um, she has a case, like a leather map scroll case. So it's about yay big for a map. Yay big. She, <laughs> Well, you know, like is there about a foot long. In this case, no, the case is sold by itself. Gotcha. Um, and then she has town maps, continent maps, and various trinket statuettes and things. Oh, we like mappity maps. We do like mappity maps. We're a fan of mappity maps. We would okay. require a continent map though, because we are traveling. Are you sure you continent. don't want to get uh, a map of any of the cities that we're going to? Well, she well, said there was a map of this city. And yeah. Oh, is it only she this has, city? Yeah, she has a map okay. of Thraylin, the city that you're in. And Which then. So you don't, need so you don't have any maps of Arsenic? Arcanix. <laughs> so no. Hey, no. Ogre! No, Dil- right. yeah, 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 we can oh, acquire nice. maps of the individual cities once we come upon them, if necessary. Some cities will have maps of their own cities. So mm-hmm. you have maps of the entire continent or just individual kingdoms? I have. I have map. I have a map of the entire continent. Oh yes, I think that would be the, quite useful. For it us. notes the you know notable cities and and such, <laughs> and it marks the kingdoms as well. Excellent, excellent. And how much would this map be? Um, it is fifty silver pieces. Fifty silver. Yeah. Oh, surely you are a a silver merchant piece. who could haggle with silver. a poor. Silver pieces. A poor traveler. <laughs> Silver is way less than gold. I understand that. 
Could you do 30 silver pieces? I mean, you got pieces? some pretty slick studded leathers on right my there. My God, do I ever. However, I have sure lost I my last my that last armor dime. in Levi's store yesterday. And I know how much it costs, so pretty sure you're not poor or broke. You know how much this costs, and you should know that I am very poor now. <laughs> I mean... He did take my last 80 gold pieces. <laughs> he got me to pay 80 gold? <laughs> As you can see, I have no pesos left, and it would be... Levi's cracking up, too. He's it like, would be oh, awfully Eli. nice if you could cut me a deal on the maps. Map. Look, I mean, I'm a businesswoman trying to make some money off of the stuff that the sailors sell to me. So you're trying and to take advantage of this poor fool that is myself, just like the last person did. Well, no, I, these. I mean, knowing that I can't take care of myself in this world. These, I bought these maps off can, a sailor who. I bought these maps off of a sailor who does cartography and made these maps himself from all his travels. So they're Question. free for him. He no, charged me for his time and materials. You paid for his time? Yeah. You paid 80 gold for studded leather. You basically bought it. There is a map case here for sale as well. Yes. How much would you be selling that for? One gold piece. I will pay you two gold pieces for the map. The... Math? Math? I'm doing this on purpose. I will pay you two gold pieces for the map, the holster, and any information you might be able to provide. Okay, you can roll for persuasion, but can I assist on that? That's less than what it would be because ten. I'm, you said it was one gold piece for the map case and yeah, fifty and silver fifty silver for the map. Ten silver is one gold piece. Oh, I thought it was in conversion. No. Wait, what? <laughs> no. See, this is where so, I can roll right. for persuasion. Right. So, so she hold on. So she's gonna say. So hold on. Are you guys new around here? Like, very new, very lost, here, very in need of a map. Okay. Sorry, she's so, got a hundred. We've got a hundred. No, I explained that in character. I just oh. explained yeah. that. Okay, so... But yes. Good 50 job. gold... Ah. All right, 50 silver pieces would be five gold pieces. I see. So, Why two you gold pieces gold? for the leather case and the map is definitely a low ball. I can't go for that. So then what you're saying is that the map itself ah. is five gold pieces and the case... Is one. Yes. So why would you then give me a price in silver pieces? I mean, because sometimes people just tend to Wanna have silver pieces. Want to hear higher numbers? Pieces. That's not very good. No, a lot of people around here tend to carry more silver than gold on them, and so it's just easier yeah, for them to do that silver. kind of math because not really the smartest people sailors so like they just happen to have bags of silver in their pouches yeah and... we don't have any gold we don't have any silver or copper i think Continue. this is not something you would relay to a seller you wouldn't just tell them what we money you have okay well i can make change for gold like if you yeah. have gold pieces and you pay me more gold than what it's worth then i will pay you back the silver pieces and change is there anything so. <laughs> else on your cart? Um, no, not really. I mean, like I said, there's various little statuettes and trinkets and things that sailors collect and sell to her and stuff like that. Okay, and you've already stated there are no magical items to be found, so there's no point in most making likely. You haven't you haven't looked, but would you like most to likely look? there aren't going to be. It's a cantrip, right? Yes. 
So I can just roll a... Mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't... Yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess I can do some magic detection. What's the modifier? Um, oh, wait. You're doing a... What's, what, is it, what is it again? It's Eldritch Sight? Yeah. So, do you have a thing written down of like what that Somewhere. actually... I think you have your sheet. The last uh, sheet should say what the actual thing does. Well, it wasn't on there yet. Oh, it okay. Later. Um, if it's like detect magic, then it's just you just turn it on and off. You don't roll for it. Oh. You don't roll a d20 for it. You just turn it on and off. And I roll, I can roll a percentage die to see if you. Gotcha. Well, that works better than my roll from today because we're okay. rolling the line. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with your d20s. Come on, can we switch boxes to rolling? Let's see if this works. No, <laughs> it's no, the, it's no. the box. Hey. <laughs> it's a bad luck box. <laughs> I mean, very, very. I hate you. Okay. You guys are gonna screw me over. All right. Well, <laughs> you won't find out until you actually have a roll for it. Okay. So you're doing Eldritch Sight. No, there is no magic. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> Oof. All right. So. Yes, Eldritch Sight was the one I was looking for. Okay. Yeah, she doesn't have any magic stuff. Wait, is there anything um, that someone's doing? Just some statues, small, sorry, small statues, trinkets of you know, various things. Um, continent map, town map, map case. It's like a heart that's like stiff leather. Mm -hmm. um, the net and the rope. Do we have need of the net? It sounds like a lot of fun. I'm gonna be honest with you. Do we have need of the net? Net, uh, with the weights on it. Mm, we will not. be traveling by land. And we not. will be going through forests, so I don't think that there will be. What if there's a delicious bunny rabbit or unicorn? Well, we won't delicious know until unicorn. we see the map. Can we see the map? <laughs> well, we have to see if it's real, right? No, I want to see if there's if there's water near where we're going, because then oh. that will determine whether or not I need the net. Okay, so yeah, she'll show you what she the map the looks map like. For half price. Yeah. So we are here. So, yeah. Okay. So, going up to the hey. here. So this is water. This is water. I mean, there's going to be various like streams and stuff going through. Like these are lakes. Okay. How so much there's going to the be net? lakes and uh, I mean streams and rivers. Uh, the net is three gold pieces. Okay. I think. I will pay you. Nine gold pieces for all three because that's what they cost, and an extra silver piece for information. Okay. Deal. Excellent. If you'd like, you can you can roll a quick insight when you said information. Wait, is that this dice? Yeah. Yeah, it's a check. Keep yep. it Yes, I got the net. Yes. Do I get to keep the net, though? Okay, and you get the map. Yeah. I rolled a three. Okay, you don't notice anything. That's not fair. <laughs> can he roll? I can help with it, right? Hmm? Well, if you're proficient, what's insight? That's uh, wisdom. Are you proficient with insight? Is it one of your filled in Wisdom things? is... Uh, insight is wisdom, is wisdom minus wisdom, plus two, yes. so that makes me a five. five. I have a proficiency in wisdom. I'm quite proficient. Do you want to roll for it? Yes, I would like to help. Okay. 
Jesus Christ. I actually That wasn't even tripped. a roll. You just dropped it flat. And it, no, like, it bounced twice. I know it bounced on the same side. Yeah, well, there was no winning. Anyway, so I was like, yep. oh, let me be observant. Oh, look, a net with weights. And you I'm were just excited. looking at her butt. I'm looking at the um. net with weights. No, I, don't, I couldn't even care. I'm playing with this. I'm yeah. so excited to have it. Okay, you're playing with the net. Yeah. Um, all right, yeah. You don't really notice anything with specific. I, I, roll, I roll for perception as well. No, you. I don't think you can. Because How about you get helping. off your phone? <laughs> no map phones. And map case. Okay. Um, if you want, sure. <laughs> Just to see if there's anything. Go for it. See if you're paying attention to anything. Fifteen. I was at seventeen. <laughs> okay. So, as he the only, we traded boxes. And I'm, and being I'm, a natural, being a natural uh, story street, storyteller of street urchin type, um, I you when Verity said when when Verity said she would like some information, you notice that uh, Dylan's face just like perked up, like she got super excited at someone wanting to hear what she has to say about anything that's going on. <laughs> she loves telling stories and- Factual stories? She loves telling stories. Aww. <laughs> oh, that's not gonna be helpful. <laughs> so she, she works at the docks. I mean, she listens to the, the stories and the rumors and the adventures and things that the sailors uh, talk about and oh. she just takes it all in and- You would not like it if I had that. <laughs> Talk about sailors? Oh, yeah. Field day. So, yeah. Okay. So, what information would you like? So, Dylan tells you that she has not seen anyone who looks like you before. Um, she says that she doesn't really travel outside the town, but she hears a lot of stories. Um, she hasn't really heard anything about anyone of the description um, like that. But uh, she has been hearing rumors of other disappearances aside from the prince. Uh, just none of them have been quite so uh, well talked about. Because the prince, I mean, he's a prince. The prince goes missing. Everybody talks about it. Everybody knows very quickly. Word travels fast. Um, but the sailors and, and travelers that have come through uh, have, you know, been just telling stories about how they've, uh, they've heard here and there about just random people, just commoners, um, going missing from different parts of the country. And, uh, you know, usually it's, usually it seems to be happening in forests or caves, places that are somewhat dark, um, or at night. And like a couple people have been taken from, directly from their villages. And uh, so that's kind of it. Like it hasn't, but it's just, an, missing people it does it none of them seem to match up with what happened with the prince no witnesses no details really just people um, not being where they're supposed to be they're rumors so the people who it's kind of like uh the game of telephone where one person mm -hmm. tells someone this and then those details change into something else um but from what she has heard is that the couple of people who claim to have seen something happen or claim to have seen someone uh, go missing it's actually more of a, it looks it's more of an abduction um, than anything but they're saying that it's these uh, large winged bat-like creatures 
that just show up and grab these people and they start to fly off and then they turn they just disappear well that sounds completely and, unrelated <laughs> and but they but they seem to be just taking common folk like no um no one of any kind of significance or importance in like stature or title or anything mm -hmm. like that um they're just kind of just see it, it seems to just be things that happen in the woods where these bat creatures are stealing people but it's happening where seemingly in the woods? all over it's so this isn't limited to one kingdom um no so from what she's heard uh she's heard about abductions let's see around the silver wood oh we've heard of this yeah a um where is it? One of the towns. I'm look at my map real quick. Not tell you ah, could it be in. the town of Arsenic? No. Ogre. Arcanix. Arcanix. Um, those uh, Silverwood, Sandalin, which is um, kind of on the border of the Human Kingdom into the Dwarf Kingdom. And then a town called Vanheim. Hold on. Sorry. So where they make those team rollers? <laughs> okay, you got Vanheim, mm -hmm. and which is in um, almost the. It's like in one of the northern reaches of the Dwarf Kingdom as well. So Silverwood is in the Human Kingdom. Sandalin is. Almost on the border of Human Kingdom to Dwarf Kingdom, and Vanheim is in the Dwarf Kingdom. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's where, like, that she's heard rumors of those kinds of abductions happening. Um, but aside from that, she hasn't really heard anything about the prince, except for that he went missing in the forest. Now, if you want to hear some other stories... No, we have very specific preferences. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks though uh, okay. the dm is dismayed and she already... has a book of stories she has written up for just this moment no i haven't i was just gonna wing it if you asked <laughs> no anything else that Never i would ask would be yeah, a sorcerer of note um like strong sorcerers or powerful yeah. magic users any sort of lead on that um she wouldn't she doesn't know okay well mm. then yeah um, yeah. about she that. hears yeah she hears sailor stories and stuff it's usually stuff that happens out at sea or at ports and things like that um, they don't talk about sorcerers well if you'd like to <laughs> fail at flirting you again any, you can yeah you oh, yes, to say i to think Dylan? this is a great opportunity you they know, thought Dylan I... was a guy and she turn, turns out that she's like a really pretty long black-haired woman and, oh. <laughs> and stuff her name is not Devin anymore. Her name is Dylan. First of all, you yeah, did say yeah. Devin. I never said Devin. <laughs> you said Devin. Okay, well, I have on my notes Devin my, tells gossip. It's in my book like four times Dylan. So if I said Devin, I apologize, but it's Dylan. And either way, Devin can be a girl's name too. I never said it couldn't. I just said you said Devin initially. Okay. Well, so. How did anyone think of her being girl? <laughs> well, because Eli kept referring to Dylan as uh, uh, Levi's buddy. Not his girlfriend. Well, yeah, because it's not his girlfriend. They're, right, because they're friends. Yeah, we're buying that. 
can't trust this. Okay. Is there anything that you is there anything that you want to say or ask of uh, I'm a child in an adult body of Levi or Dylan? Nothing good. Nothing good. Okay. Those are the sounds of chocolate milk. It's chocolate milk, not someone cutting the cheese. Chocolate milk is best. That's the first part of the chocolate milk noise. Um, chocolate milk. You're not here. Um, <laughs> you don't exist in this area. Okay, so you're done at the docks. Is you already bought? Uh, you already bought the map and stuff, right? From yeah, it's already yep. on my okay. person. You I even wrote it. it down. Okay. Um, all right. So then we'll. Hey again, it's me. So we had a little break in the audio at this point. Um, we just basically. Speed of plotted to the uh, later that evening. We have a one on one with Guy Phineas, uh, which that'll be coming up next. And after that, we just kind of sped up to the morning. But uh, after the docks, the party continued on their separate ways. Uh, Bolt went back to the inn to go to bed for the night, and Guy Phineas went to the Golden Puff Inn. For his date, and Verity went to the drunken sailor for her date with Eli and to obtain her circlet, and uh, and that was yeah pretty that was pretty much it. Um, so I just want to kind of catch you up so it wasn't this weird confusing jump. And uh, yeah, so next we have a one-on-one with Guy Phineas at the Golden Puff Inn after his. Um, shenanigans and yeah let's get into it this is one-on-one with guy phineas and his book on kirin which he is forced to read because he doesn't have a choice because <laughs> he said he would promises were made all right so you pick up the book you look at it it's very uh, ornate, like the cover is really pretty and it's kind of gold leaf uh, design and stuff. And uh, let's see, so I'm just going to read here. So the cover is an ornate depiction of Kirin, almost identical to the one that came to you when you obtained when you first obtained your powers. Do you open the book? Um, I mean, I guess I have no choice if I'm going to read it. Okay. You op- when you open the book, the pages are completely blank from cover to cover. I guess this is the point in which I use some detection of magic on it. If you want to try to do that, yeah. I mean, I kind of figured that that's where we go <laughs> with a book of blank pages that's quite ornate. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't see shit. <laughs> All right. Um, give me a straight... Wisdom. What's your wisdom? You don't know your wisdom modifier? Wasn't it plus? Should it fine though? I don't have my papers. Grab the papers. Okay, hold on. Having the papers. Now you know your wisdom. If I was wisdomly enough, I think it's pretty good. Plus three. Ah, it's a wonderful number. So give me a wisdom check. Being wise, hopefully. Ugh, I am three. a 13 wise. Like, so not quite. You're just kind of like staring at these blank pages and just flipping through them. Like, what the hell? 
this guy's charging me 300 gold for blank well, pages? I mean, like, not necessarily me. I have no intentions of paying that. I'm not the one holding the pawn slip. Mm-hmm. That'd be... That'd be poop disappeared girl over there. Over at True. the silver dolphin. <laughs> the silver dolphin. Yes, that doesn't have nearly as nice sheets as this one. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, the pages are, are blank. Well, that was a, that was a very it, short little get-together, well, wasn't it? <laughs> Take another inspection at it. Make another one. get another inspection? You get three. You get three? Yep. Okay, this might end very poorly, as we know. Unless I'm trying to bullshit completely, I have no luck on rolls. Gosh. Once again, I see nothing. Okay, we're going to use the other D20. We're going to see what happens here because I'm pretty sure that this is just going to be the short school. We're up to a 16. Still not going too well. That'll do. You just need a 15. Oh, well, that's good because that wasn't going well. All right. So at that point... Everything goes black. Damn it. Not the book. Your vision. Oh. Everything goes black. Must have been an Elder Scroll. <laughs> and from the blackness, an image starts to appear. You see your home village being burned and destroyed by people resembling elves. The flames, the flames burn as if you're really there. Then suddenly the scene changes to another village inside a forest that you don't recognize. Suddenly, a massive ball of fire erupts from the trees and explodes on one of the village huts, followed by another and another. You, you look in the direction of where the fire is coming from, and you see a pale white male figure with amethyst eyes glowing bright. Even though you've never seen him, you have a very strong sense that this is the brother that Verity is searching for. He continues to throw fire onto the village until it is a pile of ash. The people who escaped their burning homes are being captured by large winged beasts that look like massive bats and carried away, and then they disappear into thin air. You look back at Verity's brother and see him hang his head low as a cloaked figure comes up behind him and places a hand on his shoulder. Everything swirls into blackness, then the image of Kirin appears, and he speaks the words... Unshuth sofen sum hefkek. On truth so thin, some have cake? <laughs> this makes no sense at all. And then your vision, your sight comes back, you come to, and you're just sitting in the hotel room with this book that now has this writing on all the pages that you can clearly see. But in but a language that you can't read. Damn it! Oh, I'm gonna have to read things in order to learn how to read things. <laughs> we can bring it to someone who can read it. It's a lot less effort. I think that's probably the sort of path <laughs> I will take on this. And you can um, find someone who speaks this particular language, which you can take a guess if it's Kirin speaking it. Fucking Karen. Okay. You can take a guess at what language he's speaking because of the type of being he is. Well, he's a unicorn deer dragon, isn't he? Yes, but what type of being is he? Unicorn deer? Okay. Oh, oh, he's a celestial. Yes. Ah. So he's probably speaking celestial. 
So when mm-hmm. you find someone who also understands Celestial, you can do an intelligence check to see if you are capable of repeating back that phrase, and then they can tell you what it means. But you now have the ability to use healing spells. Ooh, well that's good. <laughs> so, Kiran is giving you the ability to heal as long as you live up to that phrase that he put upon you. Oh. So you have to find out what that phrase means. Damn it. I kind of feel like there's always stipulations with freebies. Like, yeah. Sometimes yeah, well, when I want something to be you're free, it'd be buying nice powers. Free. Do you want to write that phrase down on your sheet so that you have it? All right, so that was day one in the city of Thralen. We made it. We made it through. It took a couple of sessions, but we did it. Um, so yeah, the end of that was. Uh, a nice little nugget of um, sneak peek of Guy Phineas and his, um, well, the connection that he's beginning to have with his patron is going to be an interesting one. Um, so yeah, we'll see where, where that one goes. Anyway, um, I wanted to just say that earlier on in the episode when the party was at the docks, our lovable little mouse child, Bolt, decided that he was going to run off and explore the town while the adults were talking. Uh, so in a, there was a part of that uh, recording where you could hear the player talking in the background, but um, we had actually done a one-on-one with him so that he could just have a good time and be, him, be his silly self. Um, so I will be posting that episode or that little section as a separate episode. It's only maybe about 15, 20 minutes long. We'll see how where it comes out to be after editing. Um, if you care to listen to it, it's a little silly. It's a little fun. Um, it's just my son, who is 11 years old, uh, just being Bolt and having a good time. So if you care to listen to it, go for it and enjoy and if not that's okay anyway i want to say thank you so much for listening stay tuned for our next episode of day two i can tell you right now it's gonna be so much fun um i can't wait to edit it we had a blast recording it and we can't wait to share it with you so send me a message let us know what you think And I hope you enjoy. Thanks so much.